Hello, and welcome to Men in Progress. This is a podcast of the United Methodist Men of Treach. My name is Dave Casey, and I'm a former president of the United Methodist Men at Treach Memorial United Methodist Church in Flower Mound, Texas. I'm one of a bunch of guys that we are just trying to live out our faith, trying to be better husbands, fathers, leaders, and we're really trying to grow our relationship with, uh, with Jesus Christ. This really starts with kind of banding together and, uh, and talking about things that matter to us, and that's what we're going to be doing uh, in this podcast. In this and future episodes, we're going to wade into some, you know, probably some light topics and then some pretty heavy stuff as well, and, and probably some raw conversations will come up is what it means to be a Christian man uh, living up to Christ's example every day. So tonight, we're, uh, or today, we're diving into a particularly sensitive topic that speaks both to the hearts of Christian men and our relevance to the world as corporate leaders. A lot of us are in business, or, uh, or we're in business, and we're also husbands, fathers, and uh, our question today is, do Christian values really matter anymore? So to help answer that question, I'm being joined by three members of the United Methodist Men of Treach that I think will have some interesting perspectives. So Matt Heading. Jerry Jones and Barrett Plyler. So welcome, guys, to the uh, Men in Progress podcast. Hi, Dave. Good to be here. Hey. Thank you, Dave. Good hey, to Dave. see you guys. So this will be interesting because uh, I don't know how you guys have thought this through very much, but uh, we all have, I think, established over the years our, our what we consider being our Christian values. And uh, so I'm going to start with Matt. Do you really think Christian values matter anymore? Absolutely. I, I really do. I think that uh, that there are a lot of ways that we can show these values outside of the four walls of this church um, and the things that we do and how we act and not just what we say. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of times that, that I think people come to church on Sunday and then Monday kind of forget about what they learned on Sunday. Yep. Um, and it, it happens, you know, it's happened to me in the past and you have to kind of Kind of recenter and kind of kind of get back to you know the basics and refocus on on what's important. Um, I will say that you know when I do start to to get off center, I can see it now. Probably now that I'm older and, and wiser, a little easier than I than I did in the past, and uh, it's maybe a little bit easier to get back on track. You know, I've heard it. Uh there's a member of Steve Griffin. I think a lot of you guys know Steve Griffin who goes to our church and his, uh, his analogy or his example of that is a plumb line. If you've got a plumb line you can get a little bit off to the side of the plumb line on either side. But if you snap that line, it comes right back to the center again. Sure. And I think that's kind of what you're saying. That's, that, that's, uh, that kind of resounds with you. So Jerry, how about you? Well, ab- absolutely, Dave. I feel like that, uh, yes, Christian values do still count. Uh, unfortunately, there are not as many who espouse those as once once did. Mm-hmm. But what we can do uh, as Christian men, uh, leaders, that uh, we can always lead by example and that we don't necessarily need to have someone just ride on, ride on their coattails. But when how we act, how we speak, People will notice that, and um, I met with a gentleman uh, about a year or so ago, and he made made mention, he, um, I don't know what I said in, in the conversation, but he said, you're a believer, aren't you? And I said, well, yes, I am. 
Something, something you said tripped him. Yeah. I, yes, yeah. I don't know. Um, so, yes, I, I fully, fully um, agree with uh, Matt and you that definitely uh, these do uh, do count. And um, we've, we've, I know I've in the past uh, got gotten off one way or the other, yep. and uh, that is the one thing that uh, maybe our spouses have a way of doing is kind of snapping the, as you say, the plumb line <laughs> <Exactly>. and uh, <laughs> get get us back in line. But uh, yeah. it's. Uh, well, particularly, I mean, that's that all usually just takes a question sometimes. You know, what you said is that is that what you really meant to say, or is that you know, I'm I'm a good one for always uh, uh, bursting out with something, and then I go, wow, I wonder how they took that. You know, did that did that did I say that the right way? Does that really uh, represent what I believe or what I think? And I do that. So we already got a question for you. So when you look at the there's different places that we live out our lives, obviously our home at work, um, you know, just goofing around with the guys and that kind of stuff. Is there a particular place for you that's, it's harder or more of a challenge to stick to Christian values? Well, you switched the question up on me. I was ready to answer the first question. You're going to find that that works on in this podcast is the way we work. I think the place that it's most difficult is when you're alone. Yeah. Because your mind is in a million places, yeah, and you tend to lose focus on your values, and, and not just Christian values, but your values, you know, your family, mm-hmm. what's important in life. So, absolutely, when you're alone, your mind wanders. You start to think about all the problems in the world. You start to think about all the problems at home, how you're going to fix them, what am I going to do, and, and instead of recentering. Again, the plumb yeah. line you said comes back into play. It's we need to stay straight, center our focus around Jesus. And it's very difficult when you're alone because when you're around other people, you've got other men to hold you accountable, right? Yeah. So I, I think that's when. Well, it depends what group you're in. <laughs> so <laughs> Very true. I've got some buddies that uh, they don't exactly hold me accountable. In fact, I might try to hold them accountable. But, uh, and to me, that's that's been one of my challenges is that, you know, uh, you know, it's real easy on Sunday morning. I mean, where everybody's together, everybody's kind of in the same tune and everything. But you know, you get a bunch of guys watching a game or something, and the stories start coming out or jokes or whatever that aren't that aren't appropriate. You know, and when I was twenty, it was no big deal. You know, you know, either participated or you didn't. But and now it's almost like I get uncomfortable in that situation. Maybe that's a good thing if that happens. You know, um, and look at that. But the um, if you. I'll ask this one to to Jerry. And uh, if you guys had to make a list of values that are congruent with 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 uh, Christ's teachings, you know, just one, one, two, three, four, five. Can you name a couple that that are just important to you, kind of bedrock or with the way you think? Sure, honesty and integrity. Two top ones, right there. Yeah. And others uh, as well, but uh, those would be the two uh, the two that. I, Top ones that mm-hmm. I try to uh, espouse to each day, and to say that um, I always do it. Oh no, yeah, no. yeah. Now I'll ask Matt this because uh, we got a couple of Aggies here between Jerry and Matt, and uh, and I'm a I'm a faux Aggie, so I found I funded a guy through A and M, but but I really bought into the to the cult, you know, while I was doing that. 
So I've got to ask, you know, A&M has a set of core values, which I think are outstanding. Aggies will not lie, cheat, or steal, or tolerate yeah, right, those. Those who do, right? And then if you walk into the, uh, the MSC, the Memorial Student Center at A&M, over each doorway, there's a value. There's loyalty. You know, there's, you name it. There's six doors, I think, and six different values. And it's really, to me, that's, that's a definite physical reminder of the way we should be living our lives, you know, which is one of the things I love about the school. And, uh, but to me, that's kind of where I, I've been in several organizations and, uh, we normally have to come up with a mission statement and we have to come up with a set of core values. And I just go back to the, a lot of times the A&M core values, as well as the ones that we have at Treach mm-hmm. and, and translate those into a, a more of a secular uh, thing, you know, that, that uh, may not be, you know, radical love and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff, but, but it would be a little more, uh, uh, you know, appropriate for a business setting, I guess. But, but, uh, so I was going to, I guess, uh, my question is, is it, uh, is it difficult to stay on that track? I'll let any of you join in on that. Yeah, I think that's where, I think that's where it's important. Barrett talked about this, uh, fellowship and having a group of an accountability group or a, a close group of friends that will hold you accountable and tell you if they think you're maybe not doing something mm-hmm. the right way. A lot of my friends will, will tell me, they say, hey, Angry Matt came out there. You need, you need to control <laughs> Angry Matt. Yeah. And, and they know Angry Matt, and, yeah. and they don't like Angry Matt. I don't yeah. like Angry Matt. <laughs> um, so, but uh, I, think that's, I think that's the important thing, is to have a, a, an accountability group, a, a close group of guys that, that will hold you accountable. Mm-hmm. For sure. And uh, for some of us who have been on the walk to Emmaus, uh, and our members of accountability group, uh, I will tell you that, yes, they will hold your feet to yeah. the fire. You know, that's one of the things I like about this particular church that we belong to is that there's a there's a myriad of small groups. Mm-hmm. So there's certainly Emmaus uh, reunion groups that are out there. There's a lot of folks that are involved in those. Um, we have our, our other small groups within Treach that are, that are deliberate, that uh, um, we put people together, and sometimes just for a period of time, maybe a, a year to 18 months, and you get to really know other other couples or other people really well, and then um, and that really builds an accountability, I think, you know, from what I've seen, and uh, what we do there. Not only accountability, but it also is a great support for each yeah. one of us as yeah. well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. We've just lived that out. Um, you know, uh, Doris lost her mom just before mm-hmm. Christmas, and. Uh, the people from church that have reached out has been phenomenal for us, you know, and all different types of groups. I mean, I'm in the choir. There's that group. There's, there's our Sunday school. There's, there's 10 different groups of people that have really uh, reached out to us and, and embraced us. And that, boy, that, that helps you reinforce your values it when does. you watch other people live out their values, you know, that it well, does. And, and you understand that, that no one's perfect Yeah. and everyone's trying to do the best they can, I think. And I, I'll say this, when, when we first started Treach, gosh, it's been tw- almost 20 years ago now, um, I said we were backdoor believers. We came in the back door, went to church, went out the back door and didn't say anything to anyone. <laughs> then I joined the men's softball team. Yeah. And that's what did it for me. And from there, I got involved with softball. I found out, hey, these are a group of guys pretty much just like me. We've all got our struggles. We're all trying to do the best we can. Yeah. And I've developed some lifelong friendships there. Mm-hmm. And then that just led to choir to musicals, to teaching Sunday school classes, to one thing after another. Yeah. Wait, there's a softball team? 
There used to be. <laughs> there used to be. Yeah, we got so good that they made us disband. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. We that aged was, out. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what some of us other ones are here for. Yeah, that's right. There's too many orthopedic incidents. <laughs> we had a we had to slow things down a little bit. Oh man. So I uh, another question. I'm going to I'm going to stick stick with this one too. So um, as a man of God, what values do you struggle the most to live into? Do you think? Wow, You're, <laughs> are you picking on me? Well, I can see you better, so you know I'm just going to get you. Well, I think it's just being completely transparent, yeah, and just really saying, taking off the robe and just saying, "Here I am, take me as I am." Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, you know, I've shared a lot of stories with some of the men uh, at UMMOT and about myself and. and we all have flaws. We're all broken. Yeah. Uh, we, we've all been through a lot of experience, negative and positive. Um, but for me, it's like, I'm going to give you a glimpse, right? But to show you the whole thing really scares me, right? Yeah. So I yeah. think that's the hardest part is. I think just as men, that's tough. I mean, you just don't do that. I mean, I I grew up, you know, sports teams the whole time. And, you know, just shake it off. You never Never show that you're hurt. You never show exactly. that, you know, it, you mm-hmm. just keep going, right? Don't show a weakness, right? Yeah, you no, taught yeah. that. Exactly. And you, to overcome that, that's one of the hardest things, I think, going. And uh, and to try to, uh, and particularly when you start trying to apply your values to things, you know. So you're going like, okay, the easy way is to, yeah, it's just go along with the crowd or whatever. The hard way is to say, no, nah, that's just not what I'm about. You know, we don't do it that way. And, uh, I think having kids uh, had a big impact on that. I don't know, if Jerry, if you... When you had your kids, it did. It. Well, uh, that um, that did. Um, we became a lot more regular as far as attending uh, uh, Sunday school. For example, mm-hmm. um, we had always uh, attended church, but you know, we were almost like what Matt was talking about. You know, we'd come in and go out the back door, and um, might have some. Um, interaction but it was nothing to the extent of what we've experienced here over the last 20 plus years yeah yeah and i think some of that's just the personality of a church too sometimes a church is it's all about the service and everything and it's not as much about the small groups or the individuals and uh, and i think we, we've got a great balance at treach i think we've got we've oh. got uh, programs for the the whole group and then we've got some really in-depth things uh, particularly if you've got issues, if you've got a grief issue, if you've got a, uh, an addiction issue and different struggles, mm-hmm. we've got, we've got resources for all of that. So, uh, you brought up Jerry, the, the top two things that, that, uh, that you, uh, you know, the, the honesty and integrity and that type of thing. Is there any particular one that you have that you struggle, struggle with? You're asking me one of those questions that. Um, um, <laughs> that's what the, that's what we like about these podcasts. Yeah, gonna, yeah, yeah. This well, is that, like that, yeah. that. That's for sure. This uh, is your life. You know. Yeah, this is your life. <laughs> and uh, by the way, this is like that pop quiz that. There's no, there's no way you could study for it. <laughs> yeah, Michael lied to us. Oh yeah, well he does that to suck people in. You know. I, I know that. He's after we after a few of these appear, it's going to be harder and harder to get people <laughs> well, to come on board. Yeah, well the thing about it, you know, he says, "Well, we don't need you don't need to prepare anything." No, just, not just, at all. Just bring your, oh, by the way, you can bring a bottle of water with you if you want to. Yeah. See, you did that. That's I a did, good job. I did that. Well, 
So um, I, I would say that uh, sometimes, uh, at least myself, uh, I tend to be uh, not as outgoing and sometimes as I should and maybe try to take things uh, internally. So that may, would be the one thing that, that I struggle with. Mm-hmm. And uh, But as you say, fortunately, uh, we've got uh, some good – uh, groups here. Um, glad that uh, we are back where we can, you know, meet as you know UMMOT now. Yeah, yeah, meet in person. And yeah. uh, so that that has uh, really uh, you know been uh, beneficial there. Yeah, definitely so. Is there anything I'll, I'll throw out to you two guys, Matt? And Barrett, is there anything that's non-negotiable for you as a Christian value? You guys are looking at each other. Like, all right, who's going to jump on this one? I mean, non to go. I mean, I don't. I don't know how to answer that one right <laughs> yeah. off the top of my head. But if I could answer the previous question, I sure. think one of one of the things that's hardest for me, and it's one of our uh, values, is the radical love. It's like, yeah, I'm selfish, I'm stubborn, yeah. I'm impatient, and, and, yeah. and to just show that compassion to everyone you come across. Yeah, it it, it takes a lot of energy. And it's just, it's that intentional thought, that intentional behavior. It is tough. And it, even with it at home. I mean, yeah. it's like, I, I just need a minute. <laughs> but sometimes you don't have a minute. Well, and, you know, particularly with your kids, you know, sometimes your kids, you, you have to, uh, well, you have to enforce something a half a dozen times before they actually start following it, right? And and I've had that scenario where I'm like, okay, we've we've talked about this. We're not going to do this. You know, you're not going to do this. We're not going to go there. Whatever whatever the deal is. And uh, we have two sons. My older son was usually like, you explain to him in in very you know open terms. This is this this is why we're not doing it this way. And he's like, okay, I understand that. That's good. That's the one that went to A and M. Okay, so the the younger one. Totally different. I mean, you had to get it like three or four times around before he finally said, well, I guess they're not going to change their mind. I mean, this is, <laughs> this is the deal. So it's, uh, it, it's fun. It, it is definitely fun. I'll expand a little on what Barrett was saying. For me, I think that the biggest thing that, that I struggle with, and it, it, it turns into a lot of other things, but pride. Yeah, yeah. And, mm-hmm. and setting, setting aside pride, and that's where then, then I get impatient. Yep. Or I get angry because I feel someone's wronged me, and it, it, they don't know that they've wronged me. Yeah, they don't care. Um, but it's you know, it, this is this is me. You did this to me, and, and how dare you? Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I think pride is pride is the biggest thing. One of the biggest things for I'll me. I kind of I kind of tag on to that a little bit too. Is there are times when you do know someone has has wronged you, but being able to forgive that individual. And be able to move move forward is uh, is something that uh, I have um, years ago struggled with, and now like, hey, yeah, that's almost like an acquired skill. I think it's something we really have to work on and, and forgiveness. And I know that uh, some of the morning devotionals that uh, we've been going through uh, for the last, uh, particularly for the last month, have. Uh, have uh, addressed that and being able to say, look, you know, is this, is this worth, uh, you know, getting all, all bent out of shape about, 
No, it is not. And so be able to just forgive that person, even if they, like Matt says, even if they didn't didn't know that they had wronged you, but sure. just do that and um, and move on. Yep, yep. So this last this last question, I'm going to ask all three of you to answer this. But this is uh, so. There's men listening to this that uh, that maybe haven't gone down the road that we've been down, uh, either due to age or just length of time they've been involved in a church or a church environment and all that. So if they're if there's guys that are struggling really to consistently live into their values, what would be your advice to them? I'll start with you. For me, what really centers me is just daily reading of the Bible. Oh man, that's a good one. I mean, it's amazing how it focuses my attention when I do that in the morning. If that's the first thing I do, you know, after I take the kids to school, I come back to my office and, and if I sit down and read, that kind of sets the tone for the rest of my day. Yeah. And if I don't, it's, it's chaos. Yeah. Bring it on. I don't know what's going to happen, but if I, I set aside that 15 minutes, it's really not even that much time that it takes. I mean, it's almost like working out. If if you get up in the morning and work out, then you've got it done. You know, if you wait till six at night, the chances of you getting there are really slim. Working (laughs) working out is good for your body. It gets your energy going, but, but to, to set aside some time for God and Jesus and the Bible, your your spirit is filled for the rest of the day. Yep. yep. That's a great one. That's a great one. Well, I, I'll have to tag on to that one, too. Um, starting last year, um, began with a morning devotional, usually a upper room, and then have had another devotional guide uh, used in addition to that, and then, like, reading maybe one, cha- one chapter or parts of chapter. And so... Now, looking back, that was how 2021 uh, unfolded. And like um, Barrett's saying, it it really sets sets the positive tone for you for that day. But you miss it, miss doing it, and, you know, things kind of go, you know, we're in a handcart. Yep, 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 definitely so. Matt, how about you? Well, on top of the the reading of the Bible and the devotionals, I think uh, prayer is another important part. We talked about accountability groups. But I think the one piece of advice I'd I'd give new Christians or or young Christians would be that just because you become active in your church, you turn your life over to God, doesn't mean everything's going to go your way. Satan's going to throw stuff at you left and right to try and make you waver from that path. Well, and you may actually see things that you hadn't seen before Absolutely. that, that mm-hmm. are threats, you know, or, or that are uh, concerns. And uh, so, yeah, I've, I've been down that road myself, and I know others that, I mean, that's been a, one of the toughest things. It, it's like the more you know, the less you know, or the more you don't, you don't know, you know, maybe is the, is the proper terminology. So oh, I agree. Yeah, super. Well, guys, thanks so much. It's been a it's been a pleasure to to, to dig into this, and uh, hopefully, uh, one or more of you will be back for future future unscripted uh, <laughs> and uh, put you on the spot kind of uh, interviews, which is always good. So well, you could you could always you know uh, email us a copy of the Cliff Notes or something <laughs> just to you know prep us for no, it. No, no, I don't want you. I don't want you prepared in any way or shape or form. You know. <laughs> So there you have it. This is uh, this is another episode of Men in Progress, and we hope that you were blessed by our discussion today. 
and uh, hope you'll tune in the next time. I wanted to thank my brothers from Treach, Matt Heading, Jerry Jones, and Barrett Plyler for joining me. And to Alyssa Robinson and our church production team uh, that really helped us put this podcast together and and uh, make it make it real. Uh, this is a part of a, a Life Plus God podcast series that we do here at Treach. And uh, as it says in Proverbs, as iron sharpens iron, so does one man sharpen another. And that's really our whole purpose behind this, this podcast series is really to get men to interact with each other and hopefully reach out to guys that, that may be not joining us for regular events and stuff like that, but do have time to listen to us on a podcast. And as we try to become uh, better fathers, better husbands, better leaders, and, and overall just better men. So I'm Dave Casey, and we'll see you next time. This episode of the Men in Progress podcast is sponsored by Treach Memorial United Methodist Church, where our mission is to lead people into a growing relationship with Jesus Christ. If you're in or near Flower Mound, Texas on any Sunday morning, we would love to welcome you to any of the Treach services. Or you can follow our services anytime on our Facebook page or at tmumc.org.